Happy grassroots. Happy grassroots. Happy grassroots. Happy grassroots. Get pumped. Get pumped. Get pumped. Bound doom 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 Happy doom grass doom doom roots. Happy roots. Happy grassroots. 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 Happy roots, brother. Happy grassroots. Happy grassroots all. Feliz grassroots. Happy 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 roots. We them dinosaurs. Happy grassroots. Happy grassroots, all y'all. Happy grassroots! Happy grassroots! Happy grassroots! Welcome to grassroots. I hope you're having a good time. Happy grassroots! Happy grassroots from Trumansburg, New York. Happy grassroots! Happy grassroots to you! Happy grassroots. Yo, happy grassroots, my dude.
Hey Grooveaholics, welcome to the Rochester Groovecast Podcast, your top podcast source for live, local, regional music interviews and events from the Rochester, New York area. I'm your host, Ben Albert. We just heard the song Hawk by the Highway by Rochester, New York's own Thunderbody. This is from their album Radioactive. We are on part three of a four-part grassroots tribute. On this episode, I have drummer, singer, and songwriter Matt O'Brien of Thunderbody on the show. If you missed out, part one was a grassroots recap where I provided my top five takeaways from the festival. Part two was a conversation with James Searle of Giant Panda Girl Dub Squad out of Rochester. And part four, up and coming, will be a conversation with David Cagle of Baroom Philosophers out of Syracuse, New York. But let's live in the moment. We're here on part three, a conversation with Matt O'Brien of Rochester, New York's Thunderbody. This was recorded live at the 27th Annual Grassroots Festival of Music and Dance. Let's skip the spoilers and get right into the show. Enjoy it. Fair. Well, you guys play late. You guys go straight till two a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, we never can. I don't do the whole gotta play till two because the bar is open till two. But truthfully, even when we want to um, make sure the show starts on time for people that want to come out early at a reasonable hour, mm-hmm. uh, people sometimes don't come till eleven p.m. And it's not like we mind playing when nobody's there, but you do want all the people that came to the show to see your, your thing you were trying to offer up. You know, this is prime right here. We're in the crux. We're right in the crux. That is funny in rock. I've noticed that 11, 11 30 is the peak of the night. Yeah, and it's really, yeah, it's a short, it's a short peak. There's not, it's not a super late crowd either. It's not like everybody stays till two. Mm-hmm. But no, the the thick of it doesn't happen till eleven. About it's hard to it's hard to gauge. Nor should we, you know, revolve too much around when everybody gets there. But that does seem to be the pattern. Mm-hmm. It's like the show really starts at. We'll we'll start playing at ten thirty because we know everybody's getting there at eleven for real anyway. You guys will play any time of day. Yeah. Uh, when we did Grassroots, the first time we did Grassroots, the only other time Thunderbody proper played Grassroots, uh, we had that slot that Mosaic's doing today, the 3 p.m. Friday slot. Yeah. Oh, oh, we hope it's not too early, blah, blah, blah. And it was uh, right on time, perfect. Yeah, we'll play any time of day. I'm excited. And I think it's rare in terms of how bookers would use Thunderbody on their bill in all of their various necessities. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're doing a serious nighttime slot in the cabaret, yeah. ten forty-five to midnight that's on Saturday, and that's late. That's a late night slot here. It's not all night Zydeco, right? It's, but it's a yeah. It's like a later set, so I'm excited to play at night. We don't usually get put it's in exciting. that slot, I don't think. Nice. Other than when you come to a Thunderbody show at a bar. So funny story. Um, I hope my grassroots boss at the time is not listening. But mm-hmm. during that sunshine set, you guys had. It was a couple years ago here. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Not this past year, yeah. but the year before. I was yeah, I was doing trash duty, but we wheeled our barrels right up to the stage and took like a twenty minute break. Proper. I was I was on trash, you know. I feel like I saw you, and then there was a picture of the crowd during our set, and it was a cool picture because of how many people we knew in the 
picture. Oh yeah, yeah. you're like pointing people uh, out. Yeah, it was in That's focus funny. enough to the other. You can really see a lot That's of people cool. if you look at that long. But yeah, thanks for taking a break on trash duty. That was fun. I hope you could hear it from the surrounding area. Anyway, well, no, no, I literally walked right up to the stage. Right. I was yeah. like, let's change the stage, and we went behind the stage, change those. Yeah, might as well get let's go to that stage and do garbage. Yeah. So we jumped right in. I'd never introduced you, anything cool, like that. I know, we just started I know. talking. Really natural for us this is Matt O'Brien. Cheers. If you don't recognize his voice, <laughs> Thunderbody. Yeah, I like listening to podcasts, so I'll make sure to dial yours up on my. Uh, cool, so cool. I can check it out. That's good. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I'm trying to release like a multi-parter on Grassroots. You know, excellent. I got some. You're on. I'm walking already. around. I'm getting some fan feedback, asking them what they love about the show. Can't wait to see. Um, it. Getting some people to scream. And a couple interview like yourself, so it's going to be a cool episode. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, I walked out of my tent, which I'd already been out of. Is this your tent record. right here? Yeah, that's our tent. This is good location. I got out, and you were all set up right in front of it, so I thought no time like the present for sure. Absolutely, I'll talk to you anytime though. So absolutely, I yeah. appreciate that. Good for you doing the podcast. What do you call it? What's the? It's called the Rochester Groovecast. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I guess I knew that, but that's great. Yeah, well, I know. Get to sit it's, with you. It's it's small time, but I'm building it from the ground up. It's fun, man. Like it's everything, fun. a seed is a very yeah. small beginning to any small beginning. Sunflowers are all taller than me in the yard now. <laughs> I tell the kids, I'm like, you remember those seeds? I I joke about it. Like I'll have a conversation like this, and I'm I'm young to the the promotion, podcasting, all that. But give it ten, you never know. You'll be like a superstar, or someone will be a superstar, or you will be. Yeah, and I'll be like, listen to this rare cut. Listen to this grassroots conversation. And everything's the the prime. I love like hit at grassroots. Beatles, for example, like some like early '60s Beatles cuts. I hope. For the sake of your podcast, especially <laughs> just for the Thunderbody podcast, get big for me. Becomes uh, notable in the same way as the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> unlikely, however, in the context of 2017 grassroots, we're all doing our best. I'm. I really think it means something that you're sitting here with microphones doing this right now. Yeah. So whatever uh, scale you achieve, you're doing it, and you know what you want these to be like. And this is from a part of the world that I think uh, everybody is doing. I'm really proud of the musicians and the bands and the way the bands are more than ever and continually Absolutely. interconnected and collaborating and being proud of that we're from here. And I, I'm in. I'm not trying to you know boast, but on behalf for the other, in, no, at least as it regards the you. other bands, I think we have an amazing scene. I mean, these bands here alone. I'm, you know what an amazing part of the world we have going on rochester ithaca you got a bug there rochester ithaca syracuse yeah really smaller good. cities but my buffalo too smaller cities but my gosh western new york yeah uh is a big city when we all play mm-hmm. music in the same spot do you got any so you're obviously a rochester band yes we are do you have any sister groups any favorite bands anyone you look up to anyone your brother's with you know not literally yes. no and and, and, and literally <laughs> yeah yes yeah. my actual blood brother chris o'brien plays drums in giant panda and rachel and i used to play in giant panda and uh have recently begun uh relinking with those guys in all of the good ways that awesome. only time can make happen I, I saw last night um um of nature on nature 
the song that I did with yeah, them, Ginger yeah. Juice. Ginger Juice. Uh, that, yeah, I yeah, forgot that the was name, from, but that, no, yeah, sure, that was an old a, jam. I, always, I recognized it. I was. I don't know if I'd ever heard you guys play that. No, and back in the days when we were all together, and that song would have been on the table to play in a panda set because I was in the band. I didn't really like playing that song because I thought it was really simple and corny and this okay. and that. It's uh, cute. Yeah, and the reason we played it with them, or I think the reason that they, that when it came around that I was going to sing a song with Panda, Panda that song was playing. They chose. called you up just for anyone. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Panda was playing. Matt got up and night. sang vocals. Grandstand grassroots. Is that uh, that's a song I guess that people request at their shows that oh, they cool. don't play often. Sure. And they actually did when we were in the band, but we never played it. So now that's the one. It's like here we'll. We're, pl- we're playing with Matt, and we'll do Ginger Juice. So yeah. everybody has what they want. It's, that's definitely... Grassroots has a lot of Panda and Thunderbody fans. Yeah. So that's, like, a deep track for the real... There's people From, that were listening, like, wow, like, I, I know this song, and I haven't heard it in a while. We recorded the album that that's on. The reason everybody, maybe, or everybody that knows it knows it is because it's on that Slow Down album, which we recorded at Pyramid in Ithaca. Out? I think it came out in... Quite some time ago 2006 but we spent most of 2005 recording it okay. it might be spent most of 2004 recording it and it came out in 2005 but it's too long ago for me to remember and I don't check you're, up on you're in Ithaca Pyramid Pyramid Studios right in downtown Ithaca with Alex Perialis and Mike Parker and it was a good learning experience and uh, no doubt they have an amazing studio there that's for sure so, was Giant Panda your first main band, or let's go way back it in time? It was a band that essentially uh, was the the latest incarnation of the band we'd been in since we were kids. Oh, wow. We'd been making this band. Uh, you know, how far back do you go, right? But my brother and I live in the same house as we're growing up, of course. There's a tractor going by yeah, in case you want that's to hold it close and talk quiet. That is an awesome train. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's the train. It's the it's children. It's the train with the yes. kids. Oh. Those wheels are like four feet tall. He needs to come next year. This year we needed grassroots with mommy and daddy. She's going to be here. Oh, I rode on that rich. once. It's, it's a nice little tour. We, we're kind of getting interrupted here. Sample. I'll send you this sample. Use it in one of your songs. We'll give it to Brian Blatt on a cassette tape. Where were we? So you and your brother oh, were yeah, playing where together. Oh, yeah. So, so anyway, there was a bass player that lived down the road who's gone on to just amazing things and tours the world playing his bass awesome. and his banjo, and he's awesome. His name is Jared Engel. But... Uh, at some point, James Searle became the go-to guy on the bass. And then yeah. he went to college in Ithaca. We had a band called Funk U. I think there's like 700 funk. bands called Funk U. Funk U. Were you playing funk music? Yeah. Or? Yeah, we were playing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It was. Whatever level of funk we could get to at that time. But it was pretty sure. good. We were, we were always, you know, dead serious about playing music. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like fooling around hobby stuff. We were all the time working on it. Um I yeah yeah just quickly after I started wanting to play the guitar we I remember making my brother be like come keep a beat because he could always play the drums well enough or pretty well without much effort sort and then of boring and then he yeah he's talented and uh he 
No, he's a, you know, the, he's a is, great is, drummer. But the, and then James, and then, then he went to college, and we kind of right then started taking that wave of it seriously mm-hmm. uh, with Matt Goodwin. It was called Bomb Squad for a while. Bomb Squad. And then Jen Durkin had a band called Bomb Squad. Were you a band with Bomb Squad? Uh, it was a little bit of everything. It was pretty experimental, always meant to be danceable, groovy. Cool. Not necessarily catchy, but digestible, like music. It's yeah. a song or something that resembles no doubt. familiar harmonies and were, rhythms. Were you playing guitar back then? Yeah, I played guitar all... I grew up playing drums, but segued into guitar when I was a teenager. Uh, and then just did both forever And then in Panda I played guitar Bomb Squad or whatever it became mm-hmm. I played guitar Played guitar for years Never So that was that And that band we toured And that's that's the story from beginning to end and then we toured really hard with that band Yeah And then the end of 2009 uh, Rachel and I broke off from that situation And uh, Time Well then we had Thunderbody pretty quickly after that And yes, I did never yes. think I'd be playing drums But that's what ended up happening because we knew a lot of guitar players and didn't know a lot of drummers. That yeah, you're one of the only drummers that sings. That's a unique art. How do you play drums and sing? It's the polyrhythms right there a lot of the time. Uh, yeah, I always. I'm. This is my. Uh, this is like the always answer to that question. But sure. if it were super difficult and didn't lock immediately, I wouldn't necessarily have forced myself to do that or practiced super specifically hard to be able to do that in general and the way it worked out was it was more of a because again I didn't know I was gonna I just could I think I just knew I could play drums and sing at the same time so then we did it in rehearsal and I was doing it and hadn't really ever thought about doing it or needing to do it and then uh and yeah it was on the thing that I found though is as soon as I have the thought concentrate on both or one or the other or pay attention mm-hmm. I l- literally like my hands stop so it's more of a ignore it's, that you're doing that you and know the language sing the song yeah is just sing that part of your brain is singing the song the way you want the song to be sung and the other part of you is keeping time and only focused on that and locking in with that that's a natural talent it man can't be urgent um Thanks. Yeah, so it comes naturally. I guess there's some beats that take a minute to say, okay, sure. I got to... And then the other funny thing in terms of how the the right-left brain correspondence with the body, how, well, I guess first on that topic, it feels really good to use all four limbs and sing. That's about as it musically like turned on feels as good, I could yeah. be from playing <laughs> music. It's like pitching and catching at the same time or whatever. Sure. And the other thing I was going to say is, so using both feet, two hands and my mouth that I can do but if I have one drum and it's just my two hands and I have to play an alternating pattern on a hand drum or something I can't really do that and sing at the same time okay so I I find that interesting uh again more whatever the electrophysiology is of that Mm -hmm. than that I can do one and the other personally I'm sure you could learn it but but again that would take I know it would take take effort effort. similar to playing bass and singing that's to me at least a different Absolutely. discipline of of correspondence um than doing the whole drum set and singing again it's like it's just happening so i don't fight it i don't i didn't go to any special effort to figure out how to do that or take credit for it being hard because it wasn't hard and i don't do it for that reason but yeah it's cool it's really fun to get to do and there mm-hmm. are some other ones uh singing drummers 
Yeah. I always found out later when I was little. I always liked my dad's. Um, my dad liked Phil Collins and Don Henley and stuff like that, and uh, I liked a bunch of those songs. Drawing you know, a blank. Who's the drummer in the band? Levon Helm. Levon Helm. He, yeah, he's uh, he's another great singing yeah. drummer. Rest his soul. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. But Don and Phil were singing drummers. Uh, no, I mean there's a lot, but I didn't even know all the time. It's kind of should. It's not for the spectacle of it. It's like the guy who plays the drums happens it's to... It's not that important. You listen to an album, you listen to yeah, music, you can't tell and you absorb and you enjoy it. doesn't matter who's singing and what, playing what instrument. It's kind of just the, the cohesive whole that the band creates. Absolutely. And sometimes my brother comes and plays drums for Thunderbody and I get to play mm-hmm. guitar. But that's um, Lightning Skeleton. It's, and then we do that also, which project. is just the four of us, Rachel, Jeremiah, Chris, and I. Because mm-hmm. um, that... Is just a basic. How do you like that? It's it's like stripped down. Do you, do you like doing like Nick Skeleton? Uh, yeah, it's uh, not stripped down like acoustic, but it's very bare bones. For for the sound of either of the band Panda yeah. or Thunderbody, um, yes. Jeremiah likes to get to play with Chris. I know that Chris likes to get to play with Jeremiah. Cool. And cool. Um, Rachel is very intuitive about how much space to fill up. Yeah. She. If you if you, there are four people now, Rachel will play. Even though I wouldn't say she necessarily plays more notes or anything like that, but um, drum and bass just has to hold it together. And me and Rachel are pretty free. I do, I do like it. And again, I think people I know this that people think when you decide to have a smaller band on the side that you're doing it to like divide the money with fewer people. But there's not really any money anyway for anybody to divide. That's like worth considering playing with my brother. My it's, wife, it's lady, and my bro, Jeremiah, who's just my favorite bro in life. Mm-hmm. It is. And I get to play guitar, which I never get to do in yeah. Thunderbody. Um, and then eventually when it, when it, I got used to playing guitar and had done it a bunch, um, it feels so good. Yeah, it's free. You, you, everybody knows what's going on. There's no, it's just family style. It's effortless. So, yeah, I love that band. I would like if that could be a band that uh, gets booked on its own. No doubt. But, you know, most of the time you'd be, we're both in, we're all in bands. You love that, to play, you know. Someone might be out of town. We do this band with the horn players called the Great Blue Horn. You've seen that, too, yeah, where I play so, acoustic guitar so and the horns. you and a drum machine and yeah. then the Thunderbody horns. Benton Sillick, the trumpet, Abe Nori on the trombone, and Luke Norris on the sax. We'll be joined by Matthew Sieberford who's been on Thunderbody hiatus while Luke is teaching music in Wisconsin for Grassroots 2017. And the year we played here last was Matt Sieberford's first Thunderbody gig. Oh, cool. So, you know. Right here? This is his first gig? This is his first gig back in a long time, but his first gig that he played with us was on the uh, grandstand at 3 o'clock set a couple years ago. Full circle. Yeah, man. Cool, man. A lot of full circles. Props. (laughs) A lot of... At it's, grass the perfect, it's the perfect object, you know. In the water. It's, an, it's imperfect, but it's the perfect object, man. The circle. It is perfect. So, what what's coming in the future for Thunderbody? One record done for. Years. So it's done. The one's been done. It's been literally done, but it's finished for like three years. Yeah, and it's not that we're withholding it for any special reason, but the circumstances of the release keep materializing and then getting pushed back um, for reasons that we think are worth waiting for and community, you know, when we start to involve other people 
there's a company called Rootfire. They put out the last Panda record, Make It Better, and they I could go on and on. Our pals that are on that label and people we work with that started it, our friend from Naples started it, Panda's manager, Reed, is now running that oh, label, wow. and wow. it goes on and on, the full circles of that, the connection's there. But um, we, we want they want to put that record out. And so the that company changed hands and who's operating it and blah 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 but it's still all way in our inner circle of people we work with and friends with uh and anyway it's been kind of good so when the the momentum has begun again our jasper has gotten old enough where we can really focus on the band Jasper's a lot more son yeah and um how old is he he's gonna be four very soon okay and so he's still a young buck he's young but he's a little bit more predictable in terms of what we, you know, what sure. space we have, how things time out. We, we got the routine down a little better now. So we're making more of a push with the band, and it's cool because we have that album's been done, I think, literally since 2015. The end of 2015, it was icing on the cake finished. Uh, right that, a month later, we started recording a new album, uh... Matt Goodwin, who plays in every band in the world, is uh, who was the original guy in the long story of Brilliant Panda. Yeah, amazing. Him around. <laughs> Played in JBB for a while. Plays yeah. with Easy Star. Plays with the Movement. Plays with Panda. Play, I could go on and on. Yeah. Um, plays on the move. Oh yeah. We're recording with him in Rochester. He's an engineer. He works at the studio called Black Dog, right smack in the middle of downtown Rochester. And that Absolutely. album isn't necessarily almost done. Nice. Awesome. But we uh, definitely made good progress on it, and that is a whole break away from all the stuff we've been doing. So we have two records in the can. Mike Martinez, our super good homie, has been making a ton of videos with us, some of which are you know creative music videos, others of which are us playing a song here and there. Um, but he does a really good job with the camera. And Mike Deliria, Delirious of Rochester makes yeah. all this artwork with Rachel and he's great. He so, does a lot with the the smugglers. Yeah, his brothers in that band. Yeah, yeah, Joe, talented guys. So that's what's next, and we, we'll be playing more shows. We'll travel a little bit. We've been going to DC a lot. It's mostly about those records and videos coming out, though. Yeah, and people can digest the things at the time and place of their choosing. And you know, you don't necessarily have to be in a bar with some amount of people there for that to be the place where you play music, you know? I mean, sometimes it's where you are and you videotape it and put that out so people can, you know. And and, uh, we like when it's the whole band on the stage that way. I like when it's the whole band in the recording studio. I like when it's Blue Herons. I like when it's Lightning Skeleton. You just want to play the songs. It's really all about the songs uh, and having them be... It's a thing, you know... Fans like to see the band in different contexts. I see hope them so. In the studio, see them on the porch. Go to a radio show radio with show. whatever people can show up in the morning, and you know, yeah, that's another thing. If my brother's around, we'll be like, "Yo, can you come?" Well, thanks for sitting down. With yeah, me, my man. pleasure. This Anytime. Fun. This this wasn't planned. No, Matt, Matt just popped up, and I was like, "I'd like to talk to you, man." Anytime. I'm happy uh, you did. Yeah. Good work. Keep up the good work. Yo, I'm thanks keep, for talking with you me. You keep up the good work. I will. Thanks all for right, you know. Inshallah. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to all that in the future. Yeah, more and more. We'll have like two more records done before we put out any of them. I don't know. <laughs> That's what we're doing though. Writing tons of songs and making tons of music and keeping my, the direction. My ears are open. I'm ready. Thanks. Uh, and see you Saturday night.
Yeah. If you're still here tomorrow 10, night. Tomorrow night. Anyone listening to this, it's past it. Yeah. But come to the next Thunderbody show is what you'll you, that's what you should do. Um, you're on the socials. Is it Thunderbody.com? Thunderbody.com, Thunderbody Band on Instagram, all one word, okay. little letters, and on the Facebook, Thunderbody, all capital letters. Two separate words though. It's not one word. It can be if you want it to be, and maybe we should have done that to be slick in the beginning. But it was in the. It's supposed to be two words, like the two words. You know, since they are two. Before we words. before we drop out, I want to comment on the hat stand with standing rock. Stand with standing rock. I just rock. wanted to shout out on that. Yeah, you know, I, I came appreciate and played you wearing that, representing guitars. I did a solo gig, which is another format things can take for a stand with standing rock benefit, which happened right at the time when the original. Um, notion of that some kind of victory had happened there and that the pipeline had been stopped under when President Obama was still in office um, and we all knew that was potentially a short lived victorious moment but that was a happy time and a time when I believe people were thankful to be coming together to try to make a difference for something that affects everybody um, and that we are made of literally you know right what major percentage of our physical existence is water so it's my pleasure and honor and i got that's what i got for that was the hat and i'm happy to it's great wear it and i kind of wouldn't think you'd even notice what's on the hat unnecessarily in passing but a lot of people comment on the hat lately and i'm happy to be getting it filthy at grassroots Mm -hmm. it's all sorts of just getting it's gonna be great by the end i'll keep wearing it well thanks man Yes, yes, yes. As always, thank you listeners for listening. So deeply appreciated. And deep thanks to Matt O'Brien for meeting up with me and recording this conversation. If you enjoy the show, do leave a review on iTunes. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or any podcast app. Keep up to date on all of Rochester Groovecast's episodes, no matter where you get your podcasts. Time to drop out for now. Before we go, let's listen to one more song off Thunderbody's album, Radioactive. Here is Thread in You. Ben here, signing off from the Rochester Groovecast. I love you, groove on. Again, Thunderbody with Thread in You.